Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. In for Bill Ryder today, I am Bart Winkler. Hopefully, Bill will be back soon. This is not a week where you don't want a microphone in front of your face. Actually, none of the next 18 weeks are because it is football season. We were treated to a week zero in college. That was okay. Then we had preseason. That was nice. But now we've got actual real-life football. An insane weekend in college football. I thought that the Colorado game, and I'm sure it's been talked about, but that was just tremendous. Eight million people tuning in for that one. On a Saturday early afternoon, the LSU-Florida State game, very competitive. That game felt like a a bowl game for a while, and then Florida State blows LSU out of the water. About 10 million people on that one. Haven't seen the numbers for Clemson-Duke the other night, but there was some discussion after Saturday that, yeah, there's just not a lot of great games, not a lot of big, you know, big primetime matchups, but now we saw LSU get knocked around. We saw TCU get knocked around. Clemson lost to Duke and didn't like they looked as clueless as Clemson's ever looked in the Dabo Sweeney era. So that was amazing. And now we're getting more football this weekend in college with a very juicy Colorado Nebraska matchup, a Texas Alabama matchup that is not quite a conference game. It will be next year should they play, but we're getting that in primetime this week. Uh, some other good ones. Not a lot of uh, top-ranked teams playing against each other, but that happens more, I think, when we get into the conference schedule. But there's a lot of football. And then not only is there a lot of that football, the college football, which is very satisfying. You know, all summer long, we kind of, we like, we itch. We itch. We just need, we need any little scratch. We can't stop the itch. The itch is we need football. The cure is football. So, you know, for me... Being an XFL USFL loser fan, uh, you know I scratch myself. I feel all right. Then college comes and I'm, you know, I'm really scratching. And then uh, the NFL comes and I just 
the itch is gone. I feel great, and I'm just ready for it. I think a lot of us feel that way. We just love football because it is the greatest thing to ever be invented. Uh, it is. And the NFL has done a great job of maximizing the enjoyment of the product, and we are getting a game tomorrow night between the Chiefs and the Lions. Travis Kelsey's status still up in the air. I'd say questionable. I'd say doubtful. We don't have that official designation yet. We will get it today. We may get it uh, as we're talking here this morning or maybe later in the afternoon, but we'll find out what the designation is on that. And the Lions, who I think started as a seven-point underdog, maybe six and a half last week, they're down to five. And I think that is there's a lot of compelling things that can happen if Detroit goes to Arrowhead and wins that game. But I think, you know, as I get older, I've always loved the NFL. I always have. The NFL is great. But for whatever reason, I don't know what it is. As I get older, as I, so I'm 39, but as I get older, every year I like it more. And I like it more than I ever thought. I Like, I, I don't think I could love it more than I do right now. But I know somehow next year I will find a reason to even like it more. Tom is here, of course. We'll have D-Cell's buy or sell next hour. I'm jacked up for that again. Are you with me? Like, it, is it... Is it growing for you? Is it stagnant? Because I I don't know if it's that I, and I really cherish like every week, like every week I'll be watching the Sunday night game this week and I will be taking note in my head. Enjoy this moment. You know, like, I don't know if it's that I don't think I'm going to live till I'm a hundred and I'm just trying to cherish every single thing. I'll like watch my son play and I'll like try to cherish these moments and I'll like fall asleep. But with the NFL, I'm like, I'm cherishing every moment and I'm really taking stock of it. Am I, is that common or am I weird? Bart, good morning. And to answer your question, look, I'm not going to rain on your parade. I find myself getting more and more into the storylines of the NFL as I get older. I'm not that far behind you. I'm going to be 35 next month. I I sink my teeth into the storylines surrounding these games more and more. Oh, you get a birthday in football season? Yeah, I'm an October baby. Oh, my my birthday's in stupid, dumb May. <laughs> I never get anything cool on my birthday. Uh, the 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 Brewers, I'm in Milwaukee, as the Open said. Like the Brewers never play at home on my birthday. It's like a weird thing. That's the only thing I ever look for. Because you know you want to go to you want to go to a game on your birthday. You want to enjoy sports on your birthday, but it never never happens for me. Uh, that's fine. Storylines are fine. Storylines are great. The game is great. I do think like the, the fantasy aspect and the, the gambling aspect might have a little to do with it, but really I just, I mean, I, 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 there's a lot of sports where I need a little, I need a little something going on to watch a game. You know, I need, I need like a dollar here, even a dollar there, but this chiefs lions game, I guess for the storylines as much as, you know, yeah, I'm with you. I'm just really captivated to see a lot of stuff. I think of all the games this week, of all the games this week, there's bigger spreads. I think the Commanders and Cardinals is like a touchdown spread. And the Cardinals are, the one thing I know for sure about the NFL this year is the Cardinals are going to, they will embarrass, you'll be embarrassed for them. They're going to be bad. Very, very bad. They'll embarrass the franchise. They'll embarrass every city they've ever played in. They'll embarrass the state of Arizona. They'll, they'll embarrass football fans that just like football. You'll be embarrassed to watch this team. 
they could win in 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 Washington. That'd be a, a big upset. The Texans are a big, I think, double digit underdog in uh, Baltimore. That'd be a big upset. But I don't know that there's any game that would send shockwaves through the league as much as if the Lions went to Arrowhead and won. And now there's a lot of things trending where that's becoming more of a realistic possibility with the Chris Jones holdout continuing, with this Travis Kelsey news where yesterday afternoon, if you have Travis Kelsey in fantasy leagues, you're scrambling to pick up Noah Gray which I uh, have a lot of Travis Kelsey in, and so I now have a lot of Noah Gray, and they'll probably end up throwing to the other guy, Bell. He'll probably get the the big touchdown. But we don't know his status. That's up in the air. Um, Because it's a bone bruise, they're saying. It's a thing that happened in practice, and now we're kind of trying to figure out what the deal is. We did actually get an update on this from his brother, Jason Kelsey. He was with our friends at WIP this morning, and he had an update on his brother. I know he's got some swelling going on, uh, but it sounds like as long as they can get that down, um, you know, he's going to have a chance to go. The ligaments and everything are intact structurally. uh, From what we know right now, uh, his knee's fine. So really it's about getting that swelling down and then seeing how bruised that bone is because – you know, if, you, if you guys have ever had those, they can be yeah. pretty painful, especially if it's in a spot that's rubbing all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that can kind of shut down your muscles and do other things. But I think he's going to be good to go. I really do. So that's from his brother. If you want to listen to Jason Kelsey for Travis Kelsey advice, uh, just from, again, from a, we all care like for fantasy and stuff, but this is a, he's a big part of the Chiefs. I think if this game was Sunday, maybe this wouldn't, I mean, the game is tomorrow. So it's a practice injury that happened yesterday. We find out about it. And the game is in two days. In, if this was Sunday or even Monday night, maybe. But it's, it's tomorrow. They're, they're, they're playing. They are the season opener, and they've got Detroit. Now, I think last year, last year was pretty interesting with the Chiefs, how they were able to play so well offensively. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is a big reason for that. Uh, he, is, he is the best quarterback in this league. I've talked before about who I think the franchise quarterbacks are. I think there's only a handful of teams that would not trade their quarterback for any other quarterback. Like Joe Burrow, the Bengals would not trade him for Lamar Jackson. They wouldn't trade him for Justin Herbert. But I think they'd trade him for Patrick Mahomes. I think any team, no matter how much they love their quarterback, the Ravens would trade Lamar for Patrick Mahomes. The Bills would trade Josh Allen for Patrick Mahomes. Even the the cream of the crop, I still think, Mahomes is a a tier above everybody else. And there's a lot of really good quarterbacks in the league. There's a lot of, there's a great quarterback. There's, there's future hall of famers in the league, but Mahomes is right now on a level better than everybody else. And so he is a big reason why obviously the chiefs have the success that they do also with Andy Reid at the top of his game at this stage in his career. And you saw last year, they were missing a giant piece of their offense where they got rid of Tyreek Hill. And I, you know, the Packers got rid of Devontae Adams, and there was clearly, you know, some issues there trying to find who the next receiver that it was that was going to step up. But the Chiefs get rid of Tyreek Hill, and it was almost like they don't miss a beat. And a lot of that was Travis Kelsey. A lot of that was Travis Kelsey. Kelsey is somebody who 
again, if Mahomes is above in his position, Kelsey is even higher in his position. So last year, they had Travis Kelsey, 110 catches, 1,300 yards, and 12 TDs. No tight end is catching that. There's receivers. There's some of your favorite Hall of Fame receivers. Never even had seasons like that. Their second leading receiver was Juju Smith-Schuster with 78 catches, three touchdowns, 933 yards. He's gone. Their next leading receiver was Marquez Valdez-Scantling, 42 catches on 81 targets, only caught half the balls that came his way, 687 yards, just two touchdowns. Their next leading receiver was Jarek McKinnon, uh, yardage-wise. And then Justin Watson, Noah Gray, McCole Hardman, Sky Moore, Kadarius Toney. I mean, they had Travis Kelsey with 1,300 yards. They had Smith-Schuster with nearly 1,000. And then everybody else was pretty scattered. It was a pretty spread-out offense with a lot of guys who, you know, the names don't jump off the page. If you look at the skill players, even with Travis Kelsey being healthy, you might think that Detroit's in a much better, like, position. Now, Jared Goff, not as good as Patrick Mahomes, but they've got Jameer Gibbs, the rookie. They've got David Montgomery, who I thought it was a mistake that Chicago let him go. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, of course. I believe they have Marvin Jones back. Uh, Sam Laporta, this tight end that they like. So the Detroit Lions, this is a good football team. And I think when we first saw this on the schedule, we were all pretty shocked that the Lions were getting that game. We were thinking, all right, the Chiefs are going to be at home. That's what they do when you win a Super Bowl. Then you start the season at home, kind of a celebration and a great way for the NFL to kick off the league. Um, There's been an exception or two, but that's sort of what they've been doing now for the last decade. So we're trying to figure out who are the Chiefs going to play. And we look at their schedule. Will it be one of these other top teams in the AFC? Will it be a division opponent? You know, who's it going to be at the top there? And it was the Detroit Lions. And we're all like, "Eh, what? What, what, uh, Detroit? I mean... We like Detroit. I think the NFL collectively, when I say we, if we were all turned into one person, I think we like Detroit. I think we're rooting for Detroit. I think we like Dan Campbell. You know, they were 8-9 and nine last year. They had nothing to play for on that last Sunday night game, but they went into Green Bay and really embarrassed the Packers. And there's a lot of expectations on Detroit finally for the first time ever. Detroit's expected to win their division by a lot of people for the first time in 30 years. It's great for Detroit, and I and I do root for their success because I do think they're trying to build things the right way. And I, you know, it's been thirty years of really agony for Detroit. the The three main stories that have come out of Detroit in the last thirty years, like the times that they're talked about. Think of the debate shows. Think of you know shows like this one. When does Detroit get talked about? When Barry Sanders retired early. <laughs> When Kelvin Johnson retired early, and then every year in the middle of Thanksgiving, we say, should Detroit be given a Thanksgiving Day game? Isn't it time we, t- we take them off the schedule? That's the only time they get talked about. And I always say, no, it's tradition in Detroit. You know, it's tradition for me to wear my, my big sweatpants and eat turkey and fall asleep while David Blau's throwing interceptions. I like that part of the Thanksgiving holiday. I like that part of tradition. So I don't want to get rid of that anytime soon, but I think that Detroit now has an opportunity to draw some attention to themselves and and maybe win that division. 
Packers might be all right. Vikings might be all right. Bears a lot is going to depend on Justin Fields and how he plays. The NFC North is very wide open, but if there was a favor to be Detroit. Now, as far as outcomes, if the Texans go into Baltimore and win, that's a big upset. And But I don't think that we're, our minds are going to really change too much about either team. If the Cardinals go into Washington, it's going to be like, all right, maybe Washington stinks. Maybe they're not so good, Cardinals. If Detroit goes into Kansas City, even as banged up and missing the pieces that they have, that's going to change a lot of opinions about what the NFC has to offer. And so that's why I think it's the it's the it's the game this week that has the most ability to shake up what everybody thinks about the league. I feel like a lot of the projections are pretty much the same. There's the same teams we think are going to win the divisions in the AFC. You know, uh, the Chiefs will win, the Bills will win, Jacksonville will win, Cincinnati will win, and the Ravens will be there. And depending on if you like the Jets or Dolphins, it's it's the same teams. And in the NFC, we like the Eagles. We think the Niners will be good. We'll see about the Cowboys. We'll see. And, oh, yeah, the Lions, they might win the North. But if the Lions go to Arrowhead and win against the Chiefs, even if they are a shell of themselves, even if they are a little banged up, this is going to be a monumental win where we are going to then instantly take restocking of the NFC and then think, well, wait a minute here. Maybe it is the Lions. We'll still probably think the Eagles, the Eagles have a lot going for them. We'll still probably think them, but we're, two is going to be locked into Detroit, if not an argument for one. So I think that Thursday's game, while it looked like maybe a few months ago, oh, that's nice for Detroit. They'll go and lose. It'll be a chief celebration. I think there's a lot more of a realistic possibility, even without Kelsey being hurt. You know, that that does make a difference. That moved the line a point and a half just for a tight end. That's That's amazing. It was six and a half, moved down to five. A lot of people betting Detroit now. But I think that's the biggest sort of impact that any any result will have. 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. We'll talk some baseball coming up a little bit next hour. Matt Snyder will be here. As Just because football's back, don't forget about baseball. All right, there's some great races, some great pennant races. We want to talk about all that. Some buy or sell next hour. We'll talk some football here as we continue forward. I'm Bart Winkler, in for writer than you. As I mentioned, the best Thursday of the year is coming up, and it's all about NFL opening night. Football is back, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is hooking new customers up with a can't-miss offer to celebrate. Place your first $5 NFL bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings is hooking everyone up with game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. You can check the app and see what you get. Don't wait until kickoff to get in on the hype. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the code WRITER, R-E-I-T-E-R, WRITER. New customers get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5. The code again is WRITER, only on DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. Must be present in state where lawful to wager. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467 
In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please pay responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash football for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. CBS Sports Radio. My name is Bart Winkler. I am here for Bill Writer today. Tom is here. We've got Andrew Bogish on the updates coming up. A pretty decent crew, I would think. I'm dragging them down, but that's the that's the self uh, depreciation that is required in the biz. Obviously, I think I'm a superstar. That's why I'm here today. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I am kidding. I am kidding. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. The Cowboys are superstars. The Dallas Cowboys. Why though? Why? This is, this is a real question. They haven't been in a conference championship since 98, maybe? Like, the Cowboys, right, they get a lot of attention. Tony Romo and Dak Prescott and Jerry Jones and Des Bryant. You know, a lot of they get a lot of attention. Chris Collinsworth, who does the broadcast on NBC on Sunday Night Football, recently said, if we could have the Cowboys every week, we would. And it was not a joke. that He meant that. And NBC would. If the NBC could just be the Cowboys' home broadcaster like they do for Notre Dame, I think they would because people watch the Cowboys. 
And I have to, I have to, I have to admit that I am part of the problem. I am part of the problem. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm not a, I'm not a Cowboys fan. The, the nineties. Uh, oh man. The nine. Uh, so I am a Green Bay Packers fan. The nineties, the Packers, every time, every time that they would have a nice run, they'd go to Dallas and lose in the playoffs every single year. Even the year that the Packers won the Super Bowl in the nineties, some fans were a little miffed like, yeah, that was pretty nice, but it would have been nicer if we beat the Cowboys on the way. It seemed like that was the bigger goal for a while. So I still, I still have that in me, but I am captivated by this team. And I, I would watch them every week. I, I love, I love, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I love watching the Dallas Cowboys. Tom, what's, why is, why, does that make sense to anyone? Bart, you're preaching to the choir. I get fooled every single year thinking that yeah. this is the year the Cowboys put it together in the playoffs. Every yeah, oh, I believe that. Every single year I get fooled, whether it's by Dak or by Jerry. It doesn't matter. I'm captivated by this team, and I pseudo-root for them. They're not my team, but I wish good things upon the Dallas Cowboys. They are America's team to me. I don't care if they keep losing in the playoffs. They'll always be America's team, and I'm going to fall for it again this year. You know, you might be the only one that I've found that will like that feels the same way I do, or at least will admit it. Because I think a lot of people feel this way, but no one will admit it. So I... You're very brave to do this. I don't know if brave's the right word, but we'll go with that. No, it is. Brave is the perfect word. You and I are very brave uh, because we're admitting, again, I am not a Cowboys fan. I am not a fan, but I enjoy watching them, and I like when they win. (laughs) Right? But I am not a fan. I I don't know. They are one of those teams, and I know know, it sucks if you're Eagles or Giants or commanders fan or just any of anybody else it sucks but they're one of those teams and there's a bunch of teams like this in different sports where it's just better when they're good the sport is just better when the cowboys are involved and i think there's a lot of there's a lot of us that really enjoy rooting against them we really enjoy it there was a thanksgiving the other year uh they played the raiders this was last year two years ago they played the raiders i think the raiders won I just remember my, I was at my in-laws, and they were really, really cheering against the Cowboys. And my wife, who's really not into sports, thank God, but she was like, that's another topic, but she was like, what is going on? What, I, I th- what, is this a playoff game? Is why? Because the whole room was like rooting like it was the Super Bowl for the Cowboys to lose. And I go, no, people just like to root against the Cowboys. And she said, that's kind of weird. I go, I know. But to get in that spot, the Cowboys have to win a lot, you know? So if you really like to see the Cowboys fail, it's no fun when they're 3-13. and 13. Is that fun? Or is it more fun when they get into the playoffs and then Dez caught it, did Dez catch it for eight years? That's what's more fun. If you hate the Cowboys and you want to root against them, it's more fun if they lose in big moments. But I am with Tom. I think that especially in this NFC – if there's an opportunity and if there's a year for the Dallas Cowboys to break through, I think that this year's as good as any. Mike McCarthy is not a bad coach. For some reason, the Cowboys have like the fifth best Super Bowl odds 
and he also has like the top odds to be the first coach fired or like top five, the expectations are heavy on him and he is a good coach, but he, him and Sean, him and Sean Payton do take, do here some homework. Look at Sean Payton's career and look at Mike McCarthy's career sometime. They're almost the exact same yet. We think that Mike McCarthy is going to be the reason that the Dallas Cowboys with all this talent are going to be, they're going to choke. And then we think Sean Payton is going to be the reason that the the Broncos with no talent is somehow going to be like this reclamation project. If Mike McCarthy was the coach of the Broncos, everyone would say they're going to win four games max. And if Sean Payton was the coach of the Cowboys, we would there'd be a lot more people predicting them to win the Super Bowl. There would, even though they're essentially their their records are the same. No, no, they're not the same guy. They're not the same coach. Maybe different strategies, but they've gotten similar results in their career. So I don't think Mike McCarthy is a reason to 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 hold them back. The Cowboys also have made sure since the start of training camp they've locked up Trevon Diggs. They've locked up Malik Hooker. They've locked up on the line uh, Terrence Steele and Zach Martin. There's still some other contracts they might need to give. Jerry Jones was just talking. He sees Dak Prescott being there for a long time. Um, Jerry Jones, actually, Jerry Jones was on 105.3 The Fan. He had this to say yesterday. Those uh, uh, numbers on uh, uh, those contracts, those uh, types of numbers, especially the big ones, you live with constantly. That's always on your mind. There's never a time when it, it goes away because you've got to make the entire thing fit. And so it's uh, it's on the mind on a player decision in the middle of the year. And uh, so uh, it's just a fundamental. Uh, we expect Dak to be with us a long time. So Dak, eventually he's paying all these other guys. You know, there's still going to need to be contracts given out to CeeDee Lamb to Dak Prescott, who has already got a high number, some $60 million against the cap. I found it interesting. So Jerry Jones is another reason why people dislike the Cowboys because Jerry Jones is in your face. He is everywhere. He is also the general manager of the team and like nine other titles he gave himself. And the titles he didn't give himself, he's given to his children, which, you know, you, you run the Cowboys. He builds a stadium. We call it Jerry World. No no other owner gets that sort of uh, moniker with the stadium that they build. Jerry Jones, I always say he is the second most accessible owner in the league. I am the first. I am a Packers owner, so and I you know, I'm on the radio a bunch, so I'm accessible. Podcast, Bart Winkler. But Jerry Jones is always there. He'll always talk for better or for worse and a lot of times for worse. But Jerry Jones, a lot of people just dislike this man. It is crazy that the Cowboys, the the amount of the amount of attention they get for the results is not it's not right. It's it's not what it should be. But we are part of the problem because we either hate them so much or uh like Tom and I who are brave enough to admit it, we secretly do root for them for reasons that we're not even quite sure. So I'm excited to see this game on Sunday night. They play the Giants. I think the Cowboys are going to be a team that certainly makes the playoffs. You know, they're in a pretty good division. They're in a pretty good division this year. The Commanders, I think they might have something in Sam Howell, but they at least have this new mentality. And I think that with Eric Bieniemy hiring, I don't think that even if they're 
I don't think the worst team in this division is like going to be bad. They'll just be the last place team in their division. Whether it's a, even if it's six wins or seven, I'd probably say seven or eight. So that division will be good. And the Eagles, Giants, the Giants are going to be competitive. You know, that, that game on Sunday is very captivating. And the Eagles are the Eagles. But the Cowboys, man, I, 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 if not now, if not now, when? And also if not now, I think we'll be right back here next year where we believe in them. The one thing that really bothered me in the last couple of weeks about the Cowboys was this Trey Lance trade. I was in the other day, uh, one of the weekend shifts, and I had a caller from the Dallas area, or at least he was a Dallas fan, and he was very upset about the trade. He said, we have our we have our backup quarterback. It's Cooper Rush. So he wasn't mad that, like, some people were like, oh, no, Dak Prescott, if he, if he struggles, is Trey Lance going to challenge him? Which was stupid also. But this guy, I'm like, I said, sir, look at your roster. The Cowboys are very stacked at many positions. This is a very good team. You do not have to worry about who is QB2 officially and who is QB3. If Dak Prescott gets hurt on Sunday, your guy, Cooper Rush, will come in that game and everything will be fine. There's no reason to worry. What what boggled my mind, and this is the same way that we all like hate the Cowboys, there's this there's this infatuation with the 49ers. And I've brought this up before, and I'm happy to do it again. The Niners are the Boston Celtics of the NFL. Every year, you're asked, who do you think is going to be good? And every year you say the Celtics or you say the Niners, depending on the sport. And every year when you say that, the person that asks you the question goes, oh, that's a smart pick. Good job. And you feel smart for saying it. Celtics have won one title in 40 years. The Niners haven't won since 95. Niners, Niners have been to a Super Bowl or two more. They're basically the Cowboys. And they make this Trey Lance trade. And who gets criticized? The Cowboys. Long articles and think pieces about how Jerry Jones just can't help himself. Nobody wanted to give a fourth-round pick. At most, it should have been a fifth. Really nitpicky stuff. So he traded for Trey Lance. Big deal. Let's focus our energy on how John Lynch, who's about as qualified to be a general manager as Jerry Jones, well, because he was on TV and we like him, John Lynch traded all these picks for Trey Lance and then just punted on him before he ever really got a shot to be the quarterback? For a fourth-round pick, and he gave him to the Cowboys? Where, where, where's all the think pieces on that? Where's all the theses on that? Niners, make a trade. Good job, Niners. You cleared cap room. What? No. Criticize the Niners. Just What I'm trying to say is leave my Dallas Cowboys alone. But again, I'm not a fan, but I stick up for them on the radio, and I root for them to win. I am not a Cowboys fan. Let's get an update. From Andrew Bogish. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. CBS Sports Radio. I'm Bart Winkler in for Bill today. 855 855- 212-4227. Reminder, driving under the influence of marijuana is illegal. And law enforcement officers can tell if you're driving high. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. This message paid for by NHTSA. Rich Paul is in the news, which means LeBron James is in the news. I saw the... Uh, I, I, I'm going to... We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about this, and I feel okay about it. I just saw that uh, the Twitter account, the website, Awful Announcing, was all over Skip Bayless's show Undisputed because it's the NFL week, and they spent the first half hour on LeBron James. But if any show is going to talk about it, it'll be that one. And I guess Writer Than You today is a good one for it as well. Rich Paul talking about the pressure and the scrutiny that LeBron James faces is different than any athlete that's ever come before him. Mike transcended the game. When Kobe came, Kobe was a silhouette of Mike, mm-hmm. right? That's everything, which is great. But LeBron is the first player to have to deal with a 24-7, 365 news cycle of sports and opinions from those that's not even capable or carry the the expertise to give a valid opinion, right? Mm -hmm. In addition to, no, I'm not going to really do it how y'all want me to do it. I'm probably going to do it how I decide to do it. We all know that don't go over well, right? And so then you have this, you have this environment and this sports society that's created Right, and then you, and so now you have the root against. That's a whole another thing that Mike never had to deal with, because his hardest critic was probably Peter Vesey. I just think LeBron's antlers is in platinum, and Michael's may be in gold. Why? Because when you think about, he had to be compared to Mike. Who did Mike have to be compared to? So the problem with those comments from Rich Paul is nothing. I'm 
it's got a point. It's got a point. I so one of the things that I think is interesting is if you really look back because we compare eras a lot, but we are in a completely different era than than when Michael Jordan played. There's no there's no question about it. Not just from a basketball era, but from the way these guys are covered. You know, sports writing over the years used to be like they would travel everywhere and they would know all this stuff that they would never share. They would know all this stuff that they would never share. They the the writers were trusted. There was it was just different. Now everyone can make content at any time. You don't have to go to school to be in the profession. You don't have to cut your teeth. Like I, I look at you know, I, I get jealous of people. I I, you cut your teeth in small markets. You learn everything about the business. And there's someone who can just make a few good TikToks and all of a sudden they're a millionaire. And they're talking sports or whatever and they've got something enjoyable. This is the way it is now. There's more content, which means there's more voices to criticize. There's more than one debate show. There's debate shows, period. You know, it's not just a Mod Rashad being, hey, inside stuff. Here's 30 minutes of Jordan being awesome. No, now it's there's there's guys whose whole personality is ripping on LeBron James at every turn. So I think LeBron does face a different sort of criticism than than Michael did for sure, and you wonder how that affects the player and how that affects some of the career choices they've made. If Michael Jordan was in an era where it was criticized every single moment. We wouldn't like the last dance stuff where we're all like, Oh, this is cool. We would have known about that before. And then there'd be people criticizing him. Oh, Michael is Michael too hard on his teammates. That's what we're going to debate coming up next. You know? And, and we, we'd be like, Oh yeah, we don't like Michael. He's too mean. Oh, is this really the right way? I think a lot of us look at Michael Jordan and his career. It's, it's romanticized. It is because we knew less. And when we saw him, he was dominating. And he's in commercials, and he's, you know, fun, and, you know, there's some tragedy, and we, we sympathize. And then there's a comeback, and it's and then he wins again. And Jordan also did it the way that we want everyone to do it. He did it the way where he stayed in one place, took the lumps, took the battles, and then won with that team where he took those lumps. That's how we want all our athletes to do it. That's why when LeBron left Cleveland to go to Miami, we didn't we were mad about that because you didn't do it the right way. You didn't do it the way that Jordan did. No, you don't get to go and play with your buddies that are very elite at the sport and win. You have to continue to win with Mo Williams and Anderson Verjao if you're going to be Michael Jordan. So yeah, Jordan, I mean, he can get compared to guys, but Le- LeBron's lived in Jordan's shadow the whole time. I mean, it's always been the next MJ. It's always been the next Michael Jordan. So LeBron's always had that. And I wonder now, like LeBron, why does he even keep playing? What's motivating him to keep playing? If the LeBron and Jordan argument is motivating him for to keep playing, he'll never win. If you are somebody right now that has decided you think LeBron's better than MJ or you think MJ's better than LeBron, whatever LeBron does for the next four or five years won't change your mind. You, you, he's, he can't do anything on the court to change his mind. I think he's still competitive. He still wants to play. He still wants to win. I think he does want to play with his son at some point. 
assuming that that's able to happen. And so he's going to continue to play. But if he wins championships, even if he matches Jordan's rings, well, he lost finals. He'll get he'll get more credit for losing in the he'll get he'll get more marks against him because he lost in a championship instead of instead of not getting there at all. I also think like this era that we're in, how would Jordan have reacted? I think one guy who would have been a lot better off at a different era is Kevin Durant. If Kevin Durant played in the 70s or 80s, I think Kevin Durant stays with one team and wins a couple titles. I and you know, this is before the big rush of free agency and and all this player movement, but I feel like KD, KD if Michael Jordan was chasing just greatness that is in his mind. If LeBron is chasing some sort of greatness, you know, of of Michael Jordan, what is KD seems to always be chasing respect online. And he always, you know, says, no, I'm not. Why do we always talk about legacy? KD always says, why do we always talk about legacy? But he's the one who all these moves he makes, it seems to be like to answer critics or to, to do something for legacy. He's with the one team that, you know, probably should have won a title uh, in Oklahoma City. They can't beat the Warriors, and he's not winning a ring, and it's ring culture. So he joins the team that beat him, and they win rings. And then that's not good enough. That's not good enough. You have to win a ring, like, on your own. So then he goes to Brooklyn, and we would have allowed that, but we're like, nah, no, you you can't. You teamed up with people. So now he goes to Phoenix. It just feels like Kevin Durant in a different era, I think, stays with one team, doesn't have to deal with all this nonsense online. And we, we he's a lot different career. I found a way. Here's the, here's the way that, because I am going to also admit, I admitted earlier, I'm, I'm basically uh, like the worst part of uh, sports radio today. I admitted earlier, I... I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I root for the Cowboys. And I like when they win, but I'm not a fan. Here's how I frame the LeBron Jordan argument. I just came up with this the other night. I felt very good about it. A lot of us ask, who is better, MJ or Jordan? Who wins a game of one-on-one between Michael Jordan and MJ in their prime? All right? Here's the question I'm asking. Who wins a game of five-on-five between five MJs and five LeBrons. I would take the five LeBrons. How do you feel about that one, Tom? Five LeBrons versus five MJ. <laughs> I'm still trying to picture it in my head yep. what this actually looks like. Um, I'm yep. going to go with LeBron. I'm with you because he is by far the superior athlete overall. Yeah, Jordan's great. Jordan's great. LeBron's great. LeBron can play every position. That's where I, like, you could play the one, two, three, four, and five. And he's done that. And and Jordan is is Jordan. So I that's how I'm answering the question now. I would who's better, LeBron or MJ? I would say who would win in a game, not on one on one, but on five on five. So that's my new that's my new way to look at it. But interesting comments there from Rich Paul. And it is always good to have the LeBron MJ debate at any time. But that's the thing, man. You look at you look at all these different eras, and when you try to compare anything. Like to compare Babe Ruth to anybody nowadays is it just doesn't work because not only does the game look different, but the way that it's covered is different. You've got things that are 
I mean, just the content alone. Like when the Packers, so every week that the Packers play, I jump on YouTube and do a podcast. You know who else does that? Like 400 different Packer fans get on their little communities and do their thing, and there's just content everywhere. And it's like, at some point, these guys just don't get the chance to play. It's it's everywhere. Plug for my Packers post game coming up against the Bears. We'll talk some Major League Baseball, some very interesting races. And I think I think Artie Moreno should go to jail for the way he bungled the Shohei stuff. Matt Snyder next, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 